not impressed by your performance. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 277, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, and I am your host, Dave The Rave, and you can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, and you can go follow Marking Out on Twitter at Marking Out, and I am alongside Brandon, you can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. Nice. How was your week, your birthday, your big, big birthday was yesterday? Yeah, no, everything is uh, going great, going great. Do you feel your age? Do I feel my age? Yes, I do. Because when I walk around, my back bothers me, my neck bothers me. My knees bother me. My hip bothers me. My hips bother me. Well, I've had that problem since <laughs> since fourth grade. So I guess I'm barking up the wrong tree. Um, yeah, but everything's going well. I uh, got my birthday cake. Got good old Carvel. Unbelievable. You know? I guess you had room in your freezer. Nope. We had to eat it in one shot. That would have been wonderful. <laughs> and it was the perfect one. It was the one with the cookie crumbs in it. I mean, what other Carvel cake is there? I don't know. I, I thought that it had uh, a wide range of uh, range of cakes. I don't think it exists. I don't think a Carvel cake exists without the cookie crunch in it. Very interesting. Very. It wasn't Fudgy the Whale, though, right? No, no, no. Good. No, no. Um, yeah. So, did I mention you could also buy t-shirts? ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. And you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. Past episodes on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And what, now, intro, yeah, what did you just say? Whatever you, that still is. And now introducing Google Play. Wow, Google Play. We're moving up in the world. Yeah, Google introduced uh, podcasts on Google Play, and we're, we're part of that now. So if you want to well, listen to us on Google, yeah. although I don't understand how you would hear this. And be like, oh, I'm definitely going to listen to this on Google Play because you're clearly not listening to it on Google Play yet. Yeah. But but go ahead. I posted it on Twitter, so that tweet should be Yeah, good. definitely. Go check out Google Play. Um, yeah. I don't know. How's everything going with you? Anything special in your week? It's good. Uh, I went to Cheesecake Factory this past week. Of course. And uh, I went there knowing what I wanted to eat. I, I, all I wanted was the, the Thai lettuce, Thai chicken lettuce wraps. That's something I'll never order. Yeah, well, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a damn shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was uh, laugh. That yes. Was so, so my friend was undecisive, taking forever. Finally, decides on what he wanted to get. Waitress comes over. She's like, "Oh, the burgers are so good here." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Yeah, no, I know. Burgers are fantastic at Cheesecake Factory." She gets the order. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the Thai lettuce, the Thai chicken lettuce wraps. Okay. My friend orders the same exact thing as me. I hate, first of all, I hate when people order the same thing as you. 
Do you? Why? Why does it bother you at all? Uh, it just it seems weird ordering like, oh, I'll take this. Oh, I'll also take that. It's like I, don't I, know. I, I ordered I've done it that first. Times. Yeah, it's disrespectful to the first person who ordered it. <laughs> unless, unless there's like at least four of you at the table and two people get the same thing, maybe. Yeah. But no, if you're two people, you don't get the same meal. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> but uh, the waitress, she looked kind of surprised when when we both ordered it. And uh, my friend's like, dude, she was definitely, definitely shocked that we ordered that over other food. I was Why? Like, yeah. What makes you say that? What was your reaction? Well, because she was like blown away. She was like, oh, like taken aback for a second. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. End of the meal comes. She's dropping off the bill. She goes, you know, I just got to say, I'm very proud of you two. <laughs> she goes, I see these two big guys. <laughs> Ordering these Thai lettuce wraps. I thought you were going to order burgers and, and this and that and cheesecake and that. I was like, <laughs> I was like so hard. Just so, so hard not to laugh at that. So she you goes. You should have. Why didn't you laugh? She, I, well, I don't know. I was. I didn't want to laugh at that. But she, she walks away. My friend goes, see, I told you. I thought it was the funniest thing. But. That's the, all right. The Thai lettuce so, wraps are delicious there. All right. Did did you tip her well for her compliment? You just, I mean, you get the standard tip. You get the 20, 25%. All right. Good deal. But, so what uh, else? Anything else going on? Yeah, I went last night to uh, the Beacon Theater in New York City. Nice. For what? I saw Cindy Lauper and Boy George and Rosie O'Donnell. Did Brandon just want to have fun? I did. I was surprised. They they were selling uh, autographed CDs for only 10 bucks. I thought for sure it would be like 25, 30 bucks. Did you buy it? I absolutely did buy it. It was her it's her new album Detours. It's a country album. It's really good. But uh it's weird though. Like the whole I I kind of feel like it was maybe a little unorganized. Mhm. Because uh, at first, when the, these tickets first went on sale, it was for a Wednesday show. Last uh, This past Wednesday, it was that show um, was just book, booked as Cindy Lauper. Then those sold out, and they announced a second show and added Boy George to both dates. Um, okay. And then most recently, they added Rosie O'Donnell there, too. But, like... The concert happened. Cindy Lauper opened the show. Well, actually, first a DJ opened the show. Could have done without that. But then Cindy Lauper opened the show. She was first. She was first billing, top billing. Now she's opening the show. So I guess they're. I guess they're switching off now that uh -huh. they're doing a few of the dates together. But yeah. But then, like in between, when Rosie O'Donnell went to do like stand up, like Boy George is doing sound check, and like you hear him doing sound check. Mm hmm. Which I, I don't. It's it, yeah. I, I mean, it should have. I don't. That think, should be well ahead. Yeah, I don't. Well, no. I mean, it was like quick sound checks, like not like playing or anything. It was like truck mic two one two. It was like all muffled from backstage. But I think I, I don't think they should have had a DJ. The concert starts at seven thirty. You don't. You don't have a DJ. Like, what's the point of that? Nobody. Everyone no. was talking, sitting on their phone, doing nothing. Yeah. What should have been at 7.30 was Rosie O'Donnell comes out, does 30 minutes of stand-up. She's a comedian. She could do 30 minutes of stand-up, I'm sure. Then Boy George, then Cindy Lauper closes it. All right. Yeah. 
But it was it was a good show. It was fun. I don't know. I have no interest in seeing Rosie O'Donnell. Why? I see, don't care for her. I, see, I was. I mean, I, I was kind of disappointed with the the stand up of what we saw. It was like ten minutes of stand up, but I was disappointed. Even though, like, I fully knew I was like, oh, she's. It's definitely just going to be Trump jokes. Yeah. So it basically was just Donald Trump jokes. Yeah. But that's. Which was disappointing, but because I was a fan back, I mean, not from when I was a kid, but like when I go back and watch her stand up mm-hmm. from the eighties, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, she had to get her start. She's there's a reason why she became who she was. Yeah. I mean, she was obviously good. <laughs> Speaking of who she was, it's funny. She told the joke. She goes, she goes, yeah. So my kids say like. Like, mommy, you're unknown now. Like, you're nobody now. <laughs> and, uh, like, you're, you're just somebody else. You're just somebody getting mistaken for Melissa McCarthy. That's funny. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. But it was good. Word. I, ma- yeah. I made it home, took the subway. I knew everything. There you go. <laughs> Although, every single time I'll take the subway, I'll still be worried. Like, do I get this train? Do I do this? Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. I made it there. Made it back. Without having to ask anybody, the freaking turnstiles worked. I was shocked both times. Wait, the what? The turnstiles. What's that? When you pay with your Metro card, you swipe it. Oh, okay. Which, I'm just remembering now that no, the second time, going there had no problem. Coming back, I swipe my card. Please swipe again. Swipe my card. Please swipe again. I get so frustrated and and infuriated with with those machines. It makes no sense. And now they want to do away with them and have everything be digital or something yeah. like that. Have a, a card or something. I don't know. And like they show they show pictures of Hillary Clinton on the news. Like, oh, hilarious. She's having trouble with her Metro card. It's like, yeah, she's. it's not her. It's the whole yeah. system. Your system's broken. Yeah. It's odd system. Yeah. Um, but my week was good. There you go. There you go. I went to a uh, Mets game yeah, last you did. week. Did you have any food? Uh, no. Nope. No food. You could bring Just your own to... food in, you know. Yeah, I didn't really think about it. I should have. But the train station, the LIRR after the game was a mess. Well, that's... It was complete awful. It was just awful. Why? How... What it was... was... They... First, they... Are we jam- talking... Are we talking about Mets Willits or Woodside or what? Mets Willis. Uh, they did... They stopped people from uh, passing... And we're going to cause people to miss their train, which would have to be a, another half hour wait. And then once you got on the train, everyone was jam packed and everyone's causing issues and well, stuff. Do you think maybe that's why they were stopping people? No, I, I know that that's why they were stopping people. But it was just they should have another train or something like the way that they have it no, set up now. It's just yeah. the Long Island Railroad just doesn't care. They they really don't. And you know what? It's MTA in general, and Jersey Transit doesn't care. Yeah, Jersey Transit, I have to say, is a is a lot nicer. But after that Taylor Swift show that I went to and took the train there, yeah, that was that was bad because on the way back I took the train, waiting for the connecting train. Oh, we're we're not gonna go yet. We're gonna wait for a whole another train to leave. Yeah. We waited there for like 40 minutes for another train to come. That's ridiculous. I missed my train because of that. 
Yeah, it's, I had, it's I had bogus. No I had it's no, not right. Yeah, I had. I, I literally, I could have been home at either two o'clock. Yeah. But thanks to missing, or one o'clock actually, and then thanks to missing the train, got home at four in the morning. Jeez. Well, on a better note, you did win predictions. Yeah. Oh, you look got at that. six. I got five. Yeah. Uh, with extreme rules this past Sunday taking place at the Prudence. Dental Center in Newark, New Jersey. The yeah, kickoff was Baron Corbin picking up a victory over Dolph Ziggler in a no DQ match, but <laughs> it was like there was a lack of DQ worthy actions. It like, was using close fits and uppercut an uppercut to the groin. Like quote unquote an uppercut to the groin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw in the quotations with <laughs> fingers and I'm like you you can't see that. Like it's it's funny though. Like this could have just like Baron Corbin could have been made to look like a a bigger heel had this been a normal match. Yeah. And the referee somehow was like distracted, turned away like, "Oh, I'm untying the turnbuckle. Oh, I'm the referee. I'm tying the turnbuckle pad back on." Low blow. Yeah, One, two, it was three. just stupid. But to have a no DQ match be closed fists yeah, it was not. It was just like the reason why they tossed this gimmick match onto the match itself is because of the pay per view. Yeah, and it was just it wasn't worthy of it. I mean, it made no sense to me. But <laughs> no, whatever. But uh, kicking off the actual pay per view, we saw Carol Anderson and Luke Gallows, the club, team up and defeat the Usos. Uh, this yeah, match, this match was good. I like. Yeah, it. Um, both it teams a, worked really well as uh, individual units. Yeah, it was a tornado tag match. This, which means everyone's in the ring at once. That it worked. I liked. Uh, I liked the, the the tag moves off the apron. Yeah, very much so. Um, next up, you had Rusev pick up the victory over Kalisto for the U.S. Championship. This is a shamble. This is a I, shame. And I, I thought. I was I was fine with it. I thought um, this was awful. Well, at first, all right. So the match took place, but then at the end, uh, Rusev pushed Kalisto off of the uh, the top rope, making him land right on the edge of the apron, which, as we know, is the stiffest uh, part of the uh, the ring. And then the referee was checking on Kalisto. They're saying that he's not moving yet. He was moving. And then the Rusev kept on trying to get in there, but the referee was pushing him back. Then he pulled him into the middle of the ring, locked on the accolade, and Kalisto, did he tap? I think he tapped. Yeah, cause, well, Rusev locked in that like extended accolade. Yeah, he had it locked in for a very long time. And then the referee called the uh, called the match, and you didn't. It wasn't. Know, so I don't think it. I don't think it was a long time. I think like he no, locked it, was, it in, and Kalisto tapped. Yeah. And then that, yeah. that's when the ref called for the bell. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, hell yeah. The referee's like DQ and Rusev. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're. It's this was a normal match. It was just for the United States Championship. Yeah, but still. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the way that it went. Do you no. understand why I thought this is dumb? Yeah. You have no, the ref, I understand. The, refer, the referee's backing Rusev off. No, don't touch him. No, don't touch him. I'm touching him. No, don't touch him. No, don't touch him. I'm touching him. No, don't touch him. Drag him in. Touch him. That's a DQ. You're not listening to the referee. 
there. No, I I agree with I completely agree with that because I brought that up when we were watching it together too. So now, where does this lead? Does this lead to does this lead to Rusev being an interim champion for uh, John Cena to um, make his return on Memorial Day? I mean, I don't hope so because I do like Rusev. But I wouldn't mind seeing Rusev versus John Cena again. I mean, well, that, their after, first feud was was fun. I was going to say after some... Uh, they did have a good feud. Uh, Dude, they had a good feud. I don't know. I wouldn't say a good feud. I thought so. but I thought it was a little over the top. I don't know. It was a little over the top, like USA versus Russia, Bulgaria. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was good with it. I don't know. It was a little too movie-ish. But, uh, yeah, so Rusev's now the U.S. champion. Yeah. Up next, for the WWE Tag Team Championships, you had New Day. Surprisingly, uh, Big E, Langston, and, and uh, Xavier Woods. I love the change. Yeah, defeated the Vaude Villains. Which uh, was probably the plan all along, just to have the Vaude Villains come up and... Lose to the Lose. champions, yeah. Yeah, very predictable. Nothing else to really note. Uh, next up was an awesome match. I see title online as the Miz successfully defended against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro. Uh, a ton of hot spots. Um, just a good match in general. This I needed Miz to win. Everyone's like, Kahoff's going to win. Cesaro's going to win. Sami Zayn's going to win. I was like, I can't. I need, I need Miz to win. This is going to be awesome for Miz to win. Yeah, I was one of those people that was okay with KO winning and then feuding with Sami Zayn. And then a lot of people said this was like a match of the year candidate. Uh To me, I think that's jumping the gun. I don't know. I mean, it could be. I'll have to rewatch it again, but I don't. It was a fantastic match. I just wouldn't put it as a match of the year candidate. Yeah, there's a lot of other matches out there, too. But I'll rewatch it. It could be a contender come December. Yeah. I mean, we definitely have to start writing down some of these matches because I feel like whenever we get to the uh, December, we're like, um, so what were the good matches again? And was, it, was, it, was it Charlotte versus Natalia one? I think so. That may be the one to take it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, you had the Asylum match. Dean Ambrose picking up a victory over Y2J. Not a big fan of this match. <laughs> Many, this, too, it was like this too was, much. It was the longest match on the card. Yeah, and, and there was not enough going on. It was. It, I what, I don't even know what to say. Like, it just like it, to me, it made Jericho look stupid at points. It made Ambrose look dumb at points. Yeah, no, it was just too slow and not enough spots. It's not like a McFoley match where you can do something like this where you have entertaining spots. There was really no uh, big spot that was just like the the only the oh my god moments. Yeah, the biggest thing from this was the time Ambrose climbed the the cage to get. First of all, I hate throughout the whole match. There's no escape. There's no escape. Jericho's halfway out of the the cage. Yeah, of course there's escape. You could just leave the cage. Yeah, it's not like like had- I know I understand no escape means you can't like win via that way. But yeah. that's not no escape. You can't win via climbing out. But that you can escape that. You can just leave. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I I agree. I think that they, 
I don't know. I the best is the uh, the camera view where you yeah. had no clue what they were climbing up for. Yeah, because the camera view you would see it from the front or from the side, and then it would be turns out the the other item that you thought they were going for was all the way on the other side. Commentary yeah. thought the same exact thing. Yeah, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but what I was going to say is that the point of the the big thing of the match happened when Dean Ambrose climbed up to get an ordinary bucket that just happened to have a black bag in it, which just happened to have thumbtacks in it. Yeah. But that's the, the spot. Jericho eventually went for the code breaker and Ambrose caught him. And then that was a good spot. I liked, I, I but liked they needed the more spots like that throughout the match. Yeah. My, the ultimate like disappointing thing of the asylum match is the fact that your feuds, your, first of all, your feud starts over, um, Oh, the highlight so, reels! The highlight yeah. reels canceled. You have the Ambrose Asylum. Oh, the Ambrose Asylum's canceled. Here's the highlight reel. But a big, I would say, a big part of that, part of that feud is the fact that Mitch the Plant was involved. Yeah, it was not during the match. The only weapon to not be used was the potted plant. Yeah, you even gave it a name. Yeah, well, your whole feud started over the shows and then started over Plant. I mean, you used Moppy, but you didn't use Mitch. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't I don't understand. And, and like, who chose these weapons? I don't understand. why. They, they a, were just, like, probably, like, they walked around backstage and were like, huh, we could hang that. Like, why would you have a barbed wire 2x4 and not have, like, Mick Foley gave Dean Ambrose... To use at WrestleMania the barbed wire baseball bat. Terry Funk gave him a chainsaw. Use this stuff. Yeah. Like you could you you could actually use a chainsaw. You could have like Jericho move and out of the way and Ambrose like cuts cuts the cage or like it sparks up the cage a little bit. Yeah. Give, give it a sense that an that it's asylum. Where do you what what what's an asylum? You go to an asylum for craziness. Yeah. I mean I don't know. There was a lot lacking from this. Something else lacking was from the next match. Uh, women's title online. Charlotte picking up a victory over Natalia. Wow. Great match, right? Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair was banned from ringside. And if he sh- made his presence and shown or known, uh, he would have, would have, uh, Charlotte would have lost the, t- the title right there. Yeah, she would have to forfeit that title. Unfortunately, Ric Flair's music goes off, which, in my opinion, that should have been an instant disqualification because that's clearly a Flair thing, doing a Flair thing. I don't think that's an instant DQ. Rick, that's Ric Flair was banned from ringside. Ric Flair did not show up. Ric Flair, Ric Flair's music is playing. That's a part of Ric Flair. No, but that's not the physical entity uh, of Ric Flair. It's part of Ric Flair. It's not the physical end. It's to me that's part of Ric Flair. No but way. You're even crazy. more so, even more so, Dana Brooke comes out dressed as Ric Flair, a goofy, terrible wig, a Ric Flair robe, Ric Flair boots. That I think is good enough to get a DQ. You're insane it's, for thinking this. Ric Flair is an entity. It's not the physical entity of Ric Flair being there. It's presence. No, it's not the physical entity of Ric Flair being there, which was the presence of Ric Flair. You're insane. Okay. Uh, if if you have like a, a hat, and your hat is is next, it's to not the, the physical entity of who. No, if, sorry, if you, if, wrong. You, if you have somebody oh. throw somebody throws a hat, it's like, oh, whose hat is this? It's Dave's. I'm going to beat you up because it's you. You're no. 
Eh, it's a stretch, but... Eh. It's a very big stretch. I'm at least happy that you admit that it's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you're completely off with it. <laughs> I'm not completely off with it. It's a stretch, but you're... Yeah. <laughs> really stretching. Yeah, but this match was terrible. I know. It was just... It, it wasn't good. This is exactly... This Dana Brooke thing is exactly why. It's, it's, not a, it's not the Women's Championship. It's the Divas Championship with a new face. If that's all it is. It's the same diva storyline. The wrong face. Well, I mean, with the new face, as in the the title. No, yeah. Well, I'm, not, yeah, not you know new face, saying. as in Charlotte. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's it's I don't know it's it's dumb. Yeah. You have you had Paige and then Becky Lynch sit out doing uh, doing commentary at the uh, the kickoff show. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. It's just the same old diva stuff again. I know. But the main event of Extreme Rules, I thought it was weird, first of all, that we didn't see Shane or Stephanie at all. Yeah, at least they could have. I thought for sure we'd see them during this match. We did not for the WWE Championship. It was an Extreme Rules match. Roman Reigns picked up the victory and uh, retained this title against AJ Styles. Yeah, and it was a very good match, though. Yeah, it was. Very good match. Something that was expected that didn't happen, too, was we thought maybe this is the time where Reigns was going to line himself with the club, and that was not revealed at all. Yeah, um, but the club did come out. The The Usos did come out. They all brawled. Um, it was, I guess aside from them doing all that, I thought it was phenomenal. No pun intended there, actually. Yeah, no, it was a good I, match. I, I really, I was blown away with the, uh, when AJ went for the forum. Yeah. Boom, punch. Right yeah, in the no, middle the of that. Reigns and AJ Knocked put on a great match. And you really have to give them credit for that. Um, you, re- I think that they outdid them. Well, I'm not going to say they outdid themselves because they're good wrestlers. Um, but I think that they overcame uh, doubts. That, that table spot? I can't. I, how did the skeleton stay up? That <laughs> yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was good though. Yeah. All right. So that's the pay per view. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Oh, we didn't. We need to. And at the end of WWE Extreme Rules, yes. after everything was all said and done, without an appearance of Shane McMahon, without an appearance of Stephanie McMahon, Seth Rollins makes his return, goes face yes. to face with Roman Reigns. And the crowd went nuts, and I love the fact that they didn't show Rollins jumping the barrier or anything like that. You thought that the crowd was cheering for... Roman Reigns in the ring, no, and then definitely didn't think that they were all I, turned. I, I I didn't notice it, but <laughs> Seth Rollins rocks R- Roman Reigns with the pedigree, and the crowd went crazy. Yeah. So very happy to see Seth Rollins back in that wrestling ring when he was at the top of his uh, career. Yeah. So all right, now let's get on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, by the way, that uh, whole NWA NWO invasion angle happened 20 years ago. Wow. Already. That's wild. Yeah. I but, just... Unless it was like a different date and I just saw somebody post it on Facebook. 
<laughs> but uh, Seth Rollins made his Monday Night Raw return, and uh, he was playing to the crowd a bit, and the crowd was again going crazy, and then he eventually started to put down the crowd and got himself booed. Yeah, but I'm, he said, I'm a okay with that. Yeah, I was fine. It just shows me that they want to keep Roman Reigns as the face, as like the uh, quote unquote the face. Yeah, he was saying how how uh, people were saying that he was the worst champion ever, which then well not ever, but he was the worst champion, which then changed once he got injured to like get better, Seth. Oh, Seth, we miss you. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, which it's true. I still think yeah. that was one of the worst championship yeah, no. reigns. I, it was awful. It's just like Charlotte. He, he had nothing. There's nothing that that separated him from from himself from the authority at that point. It was all him. He was doing everything. Which it's the same thing with Charlotte. There's nothing she's needed every every single time she's won something was because she's cheated or because her father cheated or because Dana Brooks showed up. Makes no yeah, sense. no, I don't get it at all. But uh, Roman Reigns ended up coming out, and as he got into the ring, Seth Rollins got out of the ring, which led to Shane O'Mac coming out, being like, hey, you know what? Come in the ring. Come here. Face to face. You guys, this main event. Main event of Money in the Bank. Yeah, I'm completely fine with it being set up like this, too. I wasn't. I liked Taz had said on his radio show that uh, it was a huge missed opportunity there for a huge brawl. I had to have the locker room spill out and separate. Hey, overdone. No, I don't think so. I don't think we've seen that in a long time. And not to open a show, especially not to open a show. I, I think, uh, to me, that was a wasted 15-minute segment. And I, I would have been more entertained had, had they had that. It's, to me, that's just like... Seth Rollins returns, hits hits the pedigree, not his move, really, ultimately not his move, hits the pedigree on Roman Reigns, next night, basically says he doesn't care about the fans, and then walks off like a scared person. I, I think that... Like a wimp. No, I don't think that there should have been a brawl, but it would have been okay if Roman Reigns gave him a Superman punch, and then that closed Raw, but not a full-out brawl. Uh, brawl. I don't think that would be way too early. Maybe a little bit later down, closer to the next. They, there was so no, no. There was so much pent up rage. Like Roman Reigns was literally the guy. He was champion at WrestleMania. Yeah, he was the even, person, or he was champion, right? Was Brock champion? Now I don't even remember. Um, Brock, I think Brock was but champion, even, and and Reigns. It was Reigns' match. Rollins pinned Reigns to win yeah, that title. But, but even still, I think that that's why I think that a brawl I would I don't need, but I would have been fine with Reigns doing a Superman punch. Uh, I think it should have been an all-out brawl. There should there should have been so much pent-up rage and aggression from Seth Rollins from not being from being out for how many months he was gone, which uh, it's crazy that he returned in the time he did six months instead of whatever, or yeah. not six months, whatever it was. But yeah, it's so. still, I, I don't know. I'm with Taz on this one. All right. Up next, they had the qualifying match for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Sami Zayn picked up the victory against Sheamus. 
It was an all right match. I mean, the match ended where uh, Sheamus was getting back into the ring and Sami Zayn out of nowhere hit that halufa kick for the victory. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think, I feel like a lot of people will say this match sucked because, or not sucked, was awesome only because of Zayn. I think that Sheamus is, under, is now underrated. I thought Sheamus killed it in this. I think Sheamus is actually really, I mean, I've said it from the start that I'm okay with Sheamus being world, uh, WWE champion again, or at some point. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I was I was fine when he won the title. Yeah, but uh, I liked when Sami Zayn went to do that the arm drag, the uh, I don't know the springboard corner arm yeah. drag. Sheamus kicked the top rope, causing him to fall. Yeah, I liked that, and then. I like when Sheamus went to, uh, or when Sami Zayn went to go dive out of the ring, Sheamus hit him. Sheamus, yeah. Sheamus blocked it by just getting up on the apron and smacking him right in the face with a forearm. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and then Sheamus was pissed that he lost, uh, but Apollo Crews was backstage getting interviewed by Renee about his shot at being in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Sheamus attacked him. Yeah. Which is funny because I was in the middle of tweeting. I could see Apollo Crews being the person to be, taken to be out. attacked and, and be taken out of this. And then as I tweeted it, Seamus attacked him. I yeah. thought it was the funniest thing. But I, I didn't even I didn't expect Apollo Crews to uh, continue. Continue tonight. But yeah. I guess I was just ultimately shocked that Apollo Crews was on Raw being yeah. used as Apollo Crews, but we'll uh, speak more of that later. Uh, for up next was New Day's birthday celebration, which... Uh, which great. But that's not how birthdays work. No, but... It was for it was for episode 1200 of Raw. Meh. Uh, there was cake, but uh, Social Outcast came out and attacked them, which led to a match, three on three. New Day picked up the victory against Social Outcasts. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you'll say the same thing, but it's I think it's always enjoyable that to see all three members in the ring in a match. Yeah. Even though I, I mean this really wasn't much of a match. Yeah. They were just I agree. They they basically were just beating up beating up Heath Slater for the match and then yeah but it was but I re there was a few parts that I really liked like the part where they went to uh they, they dragged him uh, out of the ring no no, no uh, yeah where they dragged to, him out of they were going to go for the the boat the train. train yeah and they they did it Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel did it and Heath Slater just took a tumble yeah which by the way was awesome to hear that song <laughs> yeah. from Boy George I'll tumble for you it's funny that's funny. But yeah, Heath fell, and uh, that led to Xavier Woods hitting a huge plancha right onto uh, onto Bo, Bo, Bo and Axel. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, after the match, though, Biggie Langston went to eat the cake, and Xavier Woods and, and Kofi Kingston wouldn't let him. They yelled at him, and they were like, what are you doing? Go get, go get Heath. And then they, they smashed a cake in Heath's face. It was a good... It was funny. WWE wastes a lot of cake, though. That they do. That I'm not a fan of. And I wonder... I don't know. It's, it kind of seems like they've been yelling at Big E a lot lately. What do you mean? 
like week after week they've been yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Like with the time machine thing, they were like, "Oh, let him finish, let him finish." And he goes, oh, "Okay." Like he was just like trying to cut everybody off and. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know if that's going to lead anywhere. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. Maybe New, Bru- Day's, maybe New Day's breaking up soon. Uh, I don't know about that one. I would hope not. I would be um, distraught. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, next up, you had the another Money to Bay qualifying match. Cesaro picking up the victory over your intercontinental champion, The Miz. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the Miz, IC champion, just defending defending it successfully the night before losing to Cesaro clean tonight? Well, not tonight, but on Raw. Well, I mean, he didn't really successfully defend it. No, but he that's true. That's true in the way that he picked up the victory. It wasn't like he dominated the match or he hit his finisher and that was it. Yeah. That's true. I was fine with this. It's funny, though, because I, I tweeted out asking if Cesaro beating Miz means he's number one contender. Yeah. Which then they post they they po- posted on Raw being like, oh, Cesaro versus Miz for the IC title, which I, I thought was funny because I, I was just joking. Yeah. But, uh, but hey, it worked out. I, I, liked, I liked this match. I liked Miz working Cesaro's bad shoulder. Oh. And uh, and I thought it was awesome when Cesaro used his good arm. Miz mm-hmm. went Miz went to do a top rope move, dove off the top rope, and sh- boom, out of nowhere, an uppercut, huge uppercut. I thought it was awesome. Agreed. Fantastic. So see, Cesaro, he sells his, he sells injuries. Yeah, he... a lot of people for whatever reason they just don't. Yeah, Charlotte. And then uh, yeah, and then right after that uppercut, Cesaro picked up Miz and hit the neutralizer. Gotch. Yeah, which again, Michael which they Cole. They still haven't changed. Michael Cole called it the Gotch neutralizer. Yeah. Which does that mean soon Cesaro's going to be named Antonio again? Uh, Did you remember he used to be Antonio Cesaro? Yeah. Do people I, remember that? I, I still like his theme song. I still wish his name was Antonino. Antonino? Why? Yeah, because Antonino Rocca. But why do you like his theme song? Oh, I've always have. I know you hated it. Yeah. You want I, to change it. I, I always like it. Now I, I guess it kind of fits more, but it still doesn't. Like, what's the, what's the the ambulance siren for? I'm fine with it because he's going to send someone to the uh, to the ER. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't know. Uh, next up, you had Y2J pick up a victory over Apollo Cruz. Um, there's a spot of this match where it just looked poor communication. Which um, I mean, they called it. Michael Cole called it. So, yeah, but, but still, it, Y2J was going for the. Uh, what is it called? The lion salt. Yeah. And then Apollo Crews went to do his, a kick up. A kip up? Kick. Yeah. Kip up, nip up, kip. whatever. Um, and he didn't do it quick enough to get out of the way of Y2J's lion salt. And Y2J did a lion salt right on top of Cruz's head pretty much. Uh, it's just a dangerous, unfortunately a dangerous spot. An easy spot that, was, that turned dangerous. Uh, something happened with the timing it looked like. But thank goodness... Uh, it seems like Cruz is okay. Y2J is okay. Yeah. The match, fit, the match finished with Y2J um, picking up the victory over Cruz. I believe after Jericho went to pin him at that lion tamer, I, you could hear Cruz apologize for that. 
Yeah. I think from like that's what I I think I could hear that. Yeah, I'm but, sure. But as far as this match, that like I said before, I did not expect Apollo Cruz to continue on Monday Night Raw after Sheamus attacked him. Agreed. What, I don't think that he should have. What I hated was the fact that, first of all, you have this grueling match the night before, the Asylum match. Nothing happened to you. That That's the thing. Like, you, you, you just, you have a regular match. You got Band-Aids all over your back from thumbtacks. You barely sell the fact that you had a match the night before. Well, and that's I, why they, that's, this, he was selling the only spot that really made a difference in the match. Right. You aren't selling the fact that you're like, your head hits the cage, this, that. Nothing. I mean, some of those head scripts were just awful. Like, like you see him holding the cage in front of him, and they're selling it as if he's having his head scraped against the cage. And you're like, dude, there's four inches between your head and the cage right now, and that's your hand. And then I, the other thing that I hated was the fact that Apollo Cruz, no, just came out. I didn't get attacked. Nothing happened. Nope, he was okay. Even Lance Storm tweeted like, "Oh, so much for for that segment." Yeah. Like, what was the point? Just to have Sheamus versus Apollo Crews at the pay-per-view? Pretty much. I it don't makes get no it. sense. No. Like, you, you got attacked 40 minutes before. Nothing. Yeah. They should the have had The well, match, okay. though, was good. If you take out the Asylum match and Apollo's attack beforehand, I thought Jericho versus Crews was good. Nah. Uh, next up, you had uh, Enzo. Good old Enzo wreaking his big return to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Cass was out there. Uh-oh, I'm going to sneeze. Oh, are you? I don't know. Say watermelon and you won't sneeze. Watermelon, 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 <laughs> watermelon, watermelon. Bob Backlund. Watermelon. Bob Backlund. Yeah. Bob Backlund. Enzo and Cass. Bob Backlund. Are you done? Are you done? Yeah, it went away. See? My nose isn't tickling anymore. I told you. You got a tickle in your nose? Yeah, it was a little tickle in the nose, and I was ready to sneeze. But <laughs> watermelon Bob Backlund. That's really funny. But, uh, yeah, so Enzo and Cass came out, cut their promo on the Dudley boys. Uh, Dudleys came out, and then Big Cass defeated Bubba Ray. Yeah. I, I didn't mind the match. I just felt like it was kind of a waste. Yeah, it seems like this is being pushed too quickly now. Like the, I think that there's they have to be doing a lot more. With this, because cutting promos will eventually get old. Yeah. Even, even though I got to give Enzo credit, every single promo he cuts on television ever yeah. is always fresh. You have the entrance is always the same, but the promo he cuts is always new. Yeah, agreed. So, so that's major props to them. Yeah. But uh, up next, the. The state the of the state of the championship, yeah. the state of the union. What do we even call this? The state of boredom. The what, state. I don't of... even know what they called it. It was terrible. Yeah. Charlotte came out to address what happened at Extreme Rules with Ric Flair and Dana Brooke also being there. Uh, to me, I was literally laughing through this. I was embarrassed to watch this, but I was laughing. I guess I was embarrassingly laughing at this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe this. Like, Charlotte basically called Dana Brooke the Arn Anderson of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, and then she kicked her dad out of her life? 
while Dana Brooks stood there silently in the background? Yeah, very interesting. I don't get it. I don't... And then they try and play it off like, oh, I... That's so devastating. I can't believe Ric Flair's a legend. I can't believe she would treat her own father like that. It's like, who cares? Like, it, it was done so terribly that, like, I have no emotional connection to that. And and hopefully nobody else watching that. I can't see how anyone watching that had emotional connection to that. Yeah. I, I'm at a loss of it, too. That's just the same old Divas Championship Divas storyline that would happen. Yeah. It's like, right. oh, I want his man. No, I want her man, or whatever. They fight over a man. This is the same thing, except this time it's her kicking Ric Flair out, and they're fighting, oh, I, wa- I don't want Ric Flair. I want Ric Flair. It does, that makes no sense. No, it's stupid. Ric Flair should have never been there from the start. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. Next up, you had good old AJ, no, Ambrose. That's why I drew that little arrow. You know what's weird is that I heard AJ Lee before you were going to say AJ Styles. Interesting. You miss her that much? <laughs> yeah, right? It must be. <laughs> Hopefully um, she never comes back, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so Ambrose picked up the victory over Dolph Ziggler to qualify for the Money in the Bank uh, matchup. No way in hell did I think Dean Ambrose was going to win this. No. No way. I didn't think Miz... I mean, uh, yeah, right. With Miz, with Miz losing, I thought for sure it was going to be Dean Ambrose versus Miz at Money in the Bank for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. No, for whatever reason, Jericho won. For whatever reason, Dean Ambrose won. And so, that really annoyed me. Like you, you have this young gun, Apollo Cruz. You, 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 you build him as this new era, and then just nope, he debuts and woof. He's gone. Yeah. This could have been a fantastic time to, to for him to shine. I agree. And then Ambrose over Ziggler. How, what does that even mean? How does that it, make sense? It means that we're going to get Ambrose versus Y2J in that matchup, and it's very unfortunate. Yeah. It's, I, dumb. it's, it's dumb that Dolph Ziggler's not in the match. Yeah. I think that if it is done with, like uh, – that feud and everything like that. You had the, the you had the match. You had the finish. Just stop. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. But up next, AJ Styles was in the ring cutting his promo and uh, broke up with Guns and Gallows. I guess he was like, "Hey, man, I don't want you guys. I'm good. I'm I'm my own person." Yeah. Which then led to Kevin Owens defeating AJ Styles to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Maybe proving that AJ Styles is not good without the club. But as far as the Money in the Bank ladder match goes, I fully expect the next person that's carrying that briefcase to be Kevin Owens. I agree. Um, I guess more important... I I want either KO or Zane, of course. Yeah, uh, but I would feel like it's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens seemed to have gotten a lot more than Zayn. Um, so I think Kevin Owens would be a, a, a good next choice. But uh, more importantly than this match itself, uh, that being AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, what, what happens to AJ Styles next? Where does he um, go from here? I think that they'll continue with this uh, 
with him going for that title. I mean, I don't see how you got Rollins now. Is it going to be three of true. them? I don't understand. That's very true. Is it going to turn into AJ versus the club feud? Could be. Could be. I don't know. No. Well, so that was Monday Night Raw, and and that was an epic match too. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. If you want to take like that, could be a match of the year candidate. Like that, I thought was very impressive. Like the, still thrown around, thrown around, but still impressive. Very good match. Still. Did you have a a, a blue angel fly over here? Yeah, I'm having a few. I think it's funny. <laughs> That's so weird. It's like. From, like, I hear it here live, uh, and then wait, like, two minutes, and I hear it over your house in my ears. That's, that's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, moving on to SmackDown, Michael Cole opened the show um, to speak about the Money in the Bank match. He had Dean Ambrose come out, where, in my opinion, was a nonsensical promo. Because Dean Ambrose spoke about how he does what he says he does, or or what he says he'll do. But for weeks, if I'm not mistaken, did we not hear for weeks, I'm going to beat Brock? Or was that just never, did he never say that? Oh, you're asking the I don't wrong even, person. I feel like for weeks we heard something like that. But no, you don't, every single time you're in a feud, you just lose. I yeah. mean, I've never seen Dean Ambrose come out. On top of a feud. I, yeah. Which is, like, even still, this Jericho feud. Like, that's not over. It has to be the, the big payday is when Jericho, the big payoff is when Jericho goes over on Ambrose. Meh. But Kevin Owens came out, yelled at Michael Cole, told him to, told him to get out of the ring. And uh, Sam. Oh, that saying, reminds me, with, uh, with Raw, I love the fact that Kevin Owens was talking to Cole saying, like, I can hear you on commentary, shut up. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, he's good like that. For whatever reason, he chose Michael Cole to yell out, but... Well, he's always done that with Cole. No, I'm saying, like, for whatever reason, like, from the start, yeah. he chose Michael Cole. But uh, Sami Zayn cut cut KO off, followed by Alberto Del Rio coming out, cutting a promo about how he's going to win it. And uh, Zayn was like, bro, you're not, like, you, you have to qualify. You're not even in this match yet. And uh, basically, basically hyped Zack Ryder up. He's like, you have to beat, first of all, you have to beat Zack Ryder in order to be in the match. Second of all, you have to beat the guy that defied the odds at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Then that led to Kevin Owens attacking Zayn, leading to Ambrose attacking Kevin Owens, leading to uh, Zayn going to hit the Huluva kick on, on Kevin Owens only to stop because KO ducks out of the ring, almost hit Dean Ambrose there. Yeah. And then that's Ambrose teased dirty deeds on, on Sami Zayn and then let him go. Yeah. But up next, unfortunately, I know, Alberto I Del Rio yeah. defeated Zack Ryder to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. And it's very unfortunate. It's Why? Just, it's ridiculous. It really is. Ryder was just, he was so over at WrestleMania. I know. And. It just happens to be the last ladder match that was in WWE. I know. And now he doesn't qualify. It's stupid. I guess at least at least he had the shot, though. 
I was tweeting out during Raw, like, how did the last person to win a ladder match not get a shot? Yeah. But here it, here it was on SmackDown. But it would have been awesome for Zack Ryder go, in, go into this match, back-to-back ladder match wins, this time getting the Money in the Bank contract. I agree. It would have been, uh, been more awesome having cash in at SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Yeah. A New York crowd. But as far as this match itself, it was like a roller coaster. Like I agree. Ryder, he got hit with the the double foot stomp on the outside of the ring, but inside the ring he ducked that and then went right into a Rough Rider and hit the Rough Rider. But Del Rio rolled out of the ring and eventually hit the cross arm bar. Sucked. Nah, it is what it is. Yeah. It's like we know. Like we yeah, it's I never mean, it's never happening again, is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> We know the truth. We don't want to admit it's it. It's like but... never say never, but still, like you guys, you guys screw with our emotions too much. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, ooh, uh, yeah. You got to sneeze again. Yeah, I thought so. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Big Cass and Enzo came out, cut a promo with the Dudley Boys standing there, uh, which led Enzo and Cass to challenge the Dudley Boys. Be like, hey, you guys want to fight? Let's fight right now. And uh, they walked down. But Bubba was like, mm, not tonight. And he goes, we'll do this on Raw. And then left. So yeah. that was that. Fair. Uh, I don't know. Not, I wasn't that big of a uh, fan of that. Um, I mean. I get it, though, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was what it was. I I still like I'm going back and forth right now in my head whether or not I wanted to see them actually like brawl. Nah, I'm good without it. So up after that, we had Kalisto getting his rematch for the United States Championship. On SmackDown, which you know what that means if you didn't see it on WWE.com. Except for yeah, that's true. That is very true. I was gonna say except for that one time, but no, that's true. Uh, the one time would have been covered under the except for if you see it on WWE.com. Yeah, uh, Rusev picked up the victory. He he locked in that extended accolade again, which ended the match. Yeah, very. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say unfortunate because Kalisto was champion for a while, but really, what? Yeah, five months. What so, was done with it? Yeah, it's true. Pre-shows. Was, yeah. You guys really ruined uh, his title run. I mean, I feel like that's just. And then it's going back and forth. You know, it was going to be not that great when they were going back and forth with Del Rio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next up you had. No, 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 no. Because after this match, when Rusev went to continue the attack, I don't know how you forgot about this, Titus O'Neil came out. I'm absolutely blown away that Titus O'Neil, Titus O'Neil came out to, to challenge Rusev for the title. Hey, I'm I'm a big supporter of Titus O'Neil. I know you haven't been. I'm not. No, it's not. I haven't you, been. I just there's there's more that needs to happen. There's yeah, but just, you weren't a fan of his in ring uh, abilities. It's still like there's just I don't. It's just toast. There's nothing. It's plain. I'm a fan. I like Titus. I could see the plain. But, I'm not saying I don't like Titus. I'm just saying there's just like there needs to be more. It's just he's got a, every big guy move set. Yeah. I yep. But 
Titus O'Neil versus... But he also has the mic skills to back up uh, anything, too. Yeah, no, he's definitely got mic skills. So, But Titus O'Neil versus Rusev, I guess, might happen. So does that mean John Cena will not return on Monday Night Raw this week and challenge Rusev and defeat Rusev for the United States Championship, leading to John Cena to be the last person to be in a qualifying match for the Money in the Bank match and then win? It's very possible. I would be excited for John Cena versus AJ Styles. Well, AJ lost his shot. Yeah, but I mean, not just in general. I'd be excited to see that. Who else is left to be in the mat in the ladder match? Um, Kane, Big Show, Mark Henry. Like who? I don't even know other other people. No, they just released every everyone that would have been in it. Yeah, Sandow. <laughs> yeah, they released everyone that would have. Cody, Sandow, Del Rio's the only Barrett. former champion at this point. I mean, those three wrestlers, Sandow, Barrett, and Cody, were go, were your like throw-ins for this match. I mean, maybe, they're still. Maybe, I would say like our truth, but he's busy. I was gonna say they're still Kofi, kind of, but still not because he's champion, tag champion. Yeah, I mean, they could always bring up someone from NXT to fill in a void. Can Baron Corbin get in this match? Not that anybody wants to see that. Maybe. I don't know. They, I don't know who else would there be. I don't know. I'm out of options. Yeah. But um, maybe maybe Cena will be in it. I don't know. Meh. Uh, up after that, you had Natalia defeat Dana Brooke by disqualification because Charlotte ran into the ring and attacked Natalia while she had the sharpshooter locked in. This was an absolute joke of a match. And like I said before, it's just... The Divas. It's it's Divas. This is all Divas. It's the Divas division. Natalia yeah. had the Natalia had the sharpshooter locked in on Dana Brooke. This this match was like a, a I don't know a thirty second match. It just yeah, I she, don't know. She was it... able to lock the sharpshooter in it within like thirty seconds, and then Charlotte, boom, she's on commentary. Nope, it hits her. That was it. And then Natty locked the sharpshooter on her, but. Dana broke nah. it up, dumb. or vice versa, whatever. Dumb, dumb. I, I don't see how replacing Ric Flair with Dana Brooke is going to make Charlotte look strong. Just, I don't think it does an, at all. It's just another thing that makes Charlotte look like she's awful. It looks she like she shouldn't she, be there. She can't uh, support herself in the yeah, ring. She can't do anything on her own. Yeah. At least with Ric Flair, it was her father. But Dana Brooke is just another person there that shouldn't be on the main roster yet. I mean, maybe that's what they're going for, or they would like to go for that she can't do it on her own but uh i don't know i don't get it i don't i don't either but after that match renee young was backstage interviewing aj styles basically asking him what's next and uh he said it's it's been an uphill battle since coming to wwe and that he wants respect but doesn't know what's going to happen next yeah and then he walked away. But I, like, I think as far as AJ Styles goes, I think he needs to challenge like a big name. I mean, I don't know what big names there are in WWE to quite challenge. There is John Cena, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a name like The Rock or Undertaker. Not specifically Rock and Undertaker. But I guess Cena would fit in that mold. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. 
maybe maybe he'll be like, oh, I need another shot. Shane's like, you know what? I'll grant you another shot. You want to qualify? You got to qualify against Cena. And then, boom, AJ Styles in the match by defeating John Cena. That would be, be cool. That'd be good, yeah. I don't see that happening, but... Nope, not at all, but still. But, hey, things that we say on this show has been coming true lately, so... Yeah, so... Zack Ryder should never be champion, WWE champion, or any champion ever again. Uh-uh, guy's worthless. He should definitely uh, get let go. Yeah. I think it's for the best. Yeah, and then the negative thing actually will happen, <laughs> and then you'll be sorry you said that. Yeah, all right. But something that I'm not sorry to say is Breeze Dango. Wait, Breeze Dango? I, I've been saying Breeze Dango. I don't know. Breeze Dango? I don't know. They defeated Golden Truth. What can you take from it? Uh, yeah, Breeze, basically, he cheated for Fandango to win. But uh, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's, yeah, it's a it's, filler filler feud. It's been going nowhere since March. Yeah. This is pre-WrestleMania stuff. It's just, it's still... I, it's nothing. Nothing's happening. Yeah. It's, come on, do something with it. It's just filler right now. Um, up next, though, Seth Rollins made his return to SmackDown. Uh, did the same shtick as, as Monday Night Raw. Had, had the fans cheering for him. Then made the negative comment and left. This was pointless. This, this, did, this did nothing to make me be like, oh, that's Seth Rollins. He could definitely be champion again. Uh, it was just uh, nothing. Nothing happened. He just walked away. Nothing. <laughs> but for the main event of SmackDown, Miz took on Cesaro for the Intercontinental Championship. Miz picked up the victory. Uh, I thought, again, I thought this was so awesome to see Cesaro only using one arm during this whole match. Yeah, really selling that injury as he should. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the the one thing I thought was dumb was the ending. The ref looked so stupid. He took way too long to put the turn back, turnbuckle pad back on. Yeah. And with Cesaro, Cesaro rolled him up for the small package. The referee, oh, I just happened to turn around at that point after the fact. Yeah. One, two. And then uh, after trying to leave the match... Cesaro tossed Miz back into the ring with the championship in hand, which caused the referee to have to turn away again to get the title out of the ring, which then led for Cesaro hits the hits the diving crossbody. Miz rips the pad off in the corner again. Cesaro went for an uppercut. Boom. Hits hits it with his bad shoulder. End of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Referee looks so stupid. Yeah. That Boy. was that was SmackDown. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, what are we going to talk about now? Some NXT? Uh, yeah, sure. Something's to note from NXT this past week. Uh, they aired a little hype video for... Um, ooh. It was La Sombra. Yeah, La Sombra. He's now going to be Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, it looks sounds correct. Um, it's I, I I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about how him about him taking his mask off. Um, I'm fine with it, but I guess we'll find out. I mean, there's no reason to take the mask off, but whatever. I, I mean, mean I, I get you have a mask uh, tag team duo, but outside of that, you there's no problem with having more masked wrestlers. Well. Yeah. It's more merchandise to sell. It is. I just don't 
think that's how WWE looks at it. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, also announced, Bailey will not be able to compete at the next TakeOver event, which is in two weeks, I believe. Yeah. At Full Sail. Why? What do you mean she can't be? She uh, was... Oh, because of Nia Jack's attack. Yeah, and Regal said that she won't be able to compete. Yeah, so they had a, a, a triple threat set up to see who's going to be taking on Asuka. And uh, Nia Jax defeated um, Alexa Bliss and and uh, Carmella. Yeah, so Nia Jax will be taking on the champion, Asuka. Yeah, and then to kick off this week's NXT, huge match. TM61 making their in-ring debut in NXT. Uh, I just know them as Mikey, Sh- Mikey Nichols. No, Shane Haston, Mikey Nichols. I don't know their NXT name yet. But uh, they actually lost to Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah, uh, good, good match. match. Jinx, you owe me yeah. a soda. It was a damn oh. good match. It was, it was a damn good match. Check uh, it out. If you didn't watch it, check it out. Yeah, time to get used to TM61. Yeah, uh, hopefully in the future we'll see them pick up the victory. I'm sure we will. Uh, also, a few things to note: they had uh, officially Nakamura will be taking on Austin Aries. Yeah. At the next uh, NXT event, I liked I Take liked over. how this was set up. Austin came out, cut a promo, and and basically the challenge was set up, and Nak came out. They accepted. It's like a friendly challenge. It was yeah. nice. And and Nakamura seems to be having the time of his life in WWE. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see it. Yeah. And uh, I guess. I don't know. Other NXT news. Tommy, apparently. Yeah. The day with Tommy, apparently he's been cleared to come back after whatever, how many months off. 13 months of being away. His shoulder injury. That's longer than he was in NXT. Yeah. So, but he, he's ready to go. So he should be returning very soon. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And that's all the NXT news that we have to speak about. Yeah. So we'll be right back here. On Marking Out. I'm the good Travis Dorian, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, episode 277. Uh, again, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Like yeah. us on Facebook. Mark. Like us on Facebook every single day. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Twitter.com uh, I really slash wanted to be like in the month of May. Or something. Oh, Sound like yeah. going with the rhyme. Yeah, I was trying to, but then you gave you, up. You, you, well, I didn't give up necessarily, but you cut me off and threw me off my game, so it was hard to spit that rap and sound insane. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it completely. Yeah. It used to be much better in school, but now I just sit here and talk, and I sound like a fool. Yes, so reminder, stay in school. Yeah, stay in school. But uh, okay. moving on to some, what was, what was your segue from that? I was going to go with <laughs> like something with like talk, uh, talking about sticking to school or something yeah, like that. Awful. Sticking with what, you're, what you should be doing. I awful. don't know. Uh, but moving on to some outside the ring news, I guess the the biggest thing that took place from the last time we spoke to this time, uh, Cody Rhodes. He asked for his release and was officially granted his release by WWE on the 22nd, that being Sunday. 
Um, Thank. It's unfortunate because I really, really was a supporter of him and Stephen Amell, and it's a shame that that's not going to go anywhere now. But on the other hand, they did, even though their storyline wasn't really used after uh, that one event. They kept on playing it off at Comic Cons, and what they did with their storyline outside of WWE was awesome with the Drax Shadow. Yeah. Uh, so their storyline, even though it wasn't making headlines on WWE, it was making headlines off of uh, like they're doing other great things out of that storyline. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was reported that, or I guess Vince and and, and Triple H didn't want Cody to come back. They just wanted Stardust to keep being Stardust. Um, but Cody Rhodes wrote this long this long thing about how mm-hmm. about how he feels basically. He called yeah. out he called out the head riders of Raw and SmackDown for not listening to any of his pitches. Basically saying, like, oh, I like I'm pitching them stuff. I see that they're pretending to be on their, their laptops. Laptops are off. He called out the head writer saying, oh, not the head writer, but the writer for Raw or SmackDown, most likely Raw, saying you got a guy pretending to be Brian Gerwitz, and then you got a guy, probably the guy for SmackDown, too busy hitting on NXT divas. Yeah. Women. Divas. It's it's unfortunate, but truth is truth. You can't hide truth. Truth comes out always. Yeah. And I know wherever Cody Rhodes will go, he'll he'll do great. Oh, that's without a doubt. Uh, he's very talented. It's and... funny. It's funny. In two thousand seven, when we we first the very first time we saw him, it was August thirteenth, two thousand seven, at Madison Square Garden. Uh, he faced, I think, I think it was Charlie Haas on Monday uh, Night Raw. Remember. On Monday Night Raw, and I was like, "Dude, this kid's going places." And you're like, "Yeah." And then flash forward. Yeah, I know. And then during the beginning, we also thought he was going to be WWE champion at one point. Yeah, that's a shame. It's a a shame. It's a shame, but it's for the better because he's not being used and he'll be used to his maximum potential uh, outside of WWE. Hopefully this leads to a Japanese run. Yeah, that would be awesome to see him in New Japan. It's unfortunate that Eden, I mean, as expected, she asked for her release as well. Uh, Which I, fa- she I said, found her the most attractive woman on woman on the roster, actually. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it, she it, she said that she was planning on leaving WWE in July anyway. All right, all right. That she was she had a better offer or something, getting uh-huh. paid to blog. I think. I, I wasn't quite sure. Like I read her whole thing twice, and I did not understand what she left WWE for. But she figured, why not? Cody left, so why not? She she asked WWE if they if she could push up the the contract or whatever, and and left then. Yeah. And WWE granted it. They stuck together. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah. So wherever whatever's next in their endeavors, good luck. And, yeah, for and, sure. If you guys want to do a spill all. Uh, podcast. Yeah, right. We'd that's be more than happy to not have you on that's here. That's specifically what Cody Rhodes did not want to do. Yeah, until he actually does it. I don't think he's gonna. There's no need for him to do it. He's done it. He's done everything that he already like 
there's no hot story that you need Cody Rhodes for. No. Cody uh, Rhodes spilled it himself. And not like, I don't know. And I'm, I wonder how many podcasts are just like, oh, Cody, 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 come on our probably show. Probably too many. And how many only have like 160 followers? Yeah, well. Probably a good amount. All right. The WWE is also going to be going with the live SmackDown. Now do, Starting, you think, now, do you think that's the bigger news or Cody Rhodes the bigger news? Uh, this. I, I don't know. Uh, July 19th, Tuesdays, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, SmackDown will be live. Is that, um, is that not just one of the funniest things that you've ever heard? Based off of last week, me saying, me saying I don't yeah. want SmackDown to be live on Thursdays. And they're like, eh, okay. He doesn't want Thursday live SmackDown. We'll give him Tuesday live SmackDown. Yeah. Now I have to watch SmackDown Monday and Tuesdays. Well, yeah. Raw on Mondays and SmackDown on Tuesdays. Works out Which, for us because now we can record earlier and actually cover SmackDown. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, what do you mean actually cover SmackDown? Well, actually cover it with knowing results as opposed to if we record on Wednesday uh, oh, yeah, we and being like, uh, we don't have – we have the results, but we don't know what happened. Right. Well, I'm, so. I'm not going to say we're recording earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this – it's weird. They, they – Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon announced this, that SmackDown will be going live. Um, it's going to be a hell of a disaster on my DVR come come September. I know that. You got to start doing uh, watching less TV. I can't. You can't. There's no. There, you can't watch less TV. That's not a thing that happens. How do you have a show like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you watch stuff like Fresh Off the Boat? Great shows. Good shows. Great shows. You can't not watch them. Eh. But uh, SmackDown's going live. Stephanie and Shane announced it, and they, they said that SmackDown will feature um, unique characters, unique writing. Devitt? So separate. What did you say? Oh, Devitt. <laughs> I thought you said Devitt. No, Devitt. You know, Finn Balor, you unique know he, character. You know, he's, 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 uh, he's fixing a divot from Space Jam. No. No? Okay. <laughs> it was Wayne, Knight, Wayne Knight's line. They're like, where, where uh, did he go about Michael Jordan? And they're like, oh, he's fixing a divot. Oh, uh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that they never said there's going to be a draft, did they? No, not yet. They didn't. They just they said SmackDown. It's all speculation. Yeah, they just said SmackDown separate from Raw. Yeah, it's just speculation now. Uh, they're speculating July 11th that that would be when the draft would take place. Yeah. But that would be in Detroit. But who knows? It's not official yet. Um, now, if there is a draft, this goes to the question championships. The last time we saw the draft in 2002, um, there was SmackDown had the, the WWE championship. The champion went to SmackDown. Mm. Raw was out without a title. Eric Bischoff came in, introduced the World Heavyweight Championship, gave it a Triple H. Um, so they had separate world titles. Um, what was around in 2002? I don't know. I don't, I, the, tag nope. team, the tag team titles eventually split between Raw and SmackDown as well. Then the United States Championship was introduced. 
to go against the IC title, basically. So that IC went to SmackDown, and the Intercontinental Championship went to Raw. Um, I don't want title splits. I don't want I, title splits at all. Yeah, I think if they're <laughs> champion, I want them to be defended, have the ability to defend on both shows. I think it lessened the, the title the last time when they just split brands, especially tag team titles. Yeah. That's unnecessary. And I think um, it would be very bad for them to split the Divas Championship, or sorry, the Women's well, I, Championship, well, and well, I think I, it would be bad for them to split the WWE Championship. Well, from what I was reading, they uh, the rumors are that they would not split the Women's or the Tag Team. That would be defended on both shows. The only thing that they would separate was the U.S. would be specific to one brand, and the IC would be specific to another brand. That's I and think the that's same with just, world titles. That's just to me, that's not good. Yeah, I think that all the titles should be. Uh, Rotating around both SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, because then it, it literally, because that's what I love in uh, 2K16 that you can have championship matches on any on any on any show. It's like yeah, yeah the, the IC title is on Raw and the US champion is on SmackDown, but you can have those matches and feuds make them on on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, so that's a cool thing. Speaking of 2K16, by the way, I'm in like a long thing with them. I'm in like a long email thing with them. Because every time you download a created wrestler, the game, you can't edit them. It crashes. Uh, and I know it's not just my game because I see other people complain about this online. So I contacted them. They're like, oh, did you try resetting your system? Yeah, I tried resetting my system. Did you try clearing the cache? Or the cache? What is it? Cache? The cache. Yeah. How do I do that? You reset your system. Okay, did that. Oh, you want to know? You could try something else. You could try creating a new account, going on the game, doing the same thing. And if that crashes, then let us know. Yeah, guess what? It does the same thing. It's like they keep tiptoeing around the fact. Like, they know it's a known thing, but refuse to go in and fix it. They're awful. They're terrible. It makes no sense. They, it's been a known thing since, like, day one. Mm -hmm. That doing created guys crashes the game. Not right. It should not be crashing that easily. Uh, they, easily. They, they just refuse to. They just refuse to admit it. Nah. So I'm definitely getting some sort of compensation down the line. Nah, I, right, I, I told well, them I was like, this. This sounds like some class action lawsuit thing that should happen. <laughs> it, if it happens to everyone, everyone that should get compensated for this. Well, good luck. Uh, let's see, something that was also not really addressed too much, Will, but we noticed Sasha Banks was not on television, uh, possible concussion, but she's cleared to, it's rumored that she's cleared to return, so maybe we'll be seeing her returning and taking over that w, uh, women's championship soon, hopefully. Which still, like, yeah, I, I don't, the way this is going, it seems like we have another pay-per-view of Charlotte and Natty. Yep. I don't know. Uh, but uh, um, the 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 judge denied Gawker a new trial after Gawker tried to reignite the flame or whatever with uh, Hulk Hogan, and they they refused to to even reduce the 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 price they had to pay. 
Still yeah. damn roasted. Gawker, you guys screwed up big time. You guys were so yeah, childish. Yeah, don't mess with Hulkamania. It was so stupid. That whole thing was dumb. Yeah, agreed. But I think we should move on to some independent wrestling results. Yeah. Um, last week, we introduced the, the New Japan Best of uh, Super Junior Tournament. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Pretty much for those unfamiliar, it's a round-robin style tournament with two blocks of uh, wrestlers. Uh, each wrestler, the two the top two wrestlers of uh, with the most points in both of those brackets are going to compete against each other in single elimination matches. Uh, prior to that, a win is two points, draw one point, a loss is zero. And the winner in general of the entire round-robin tournament is going to get a shot at the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. So, yeah, um, so by, by the way, I have to give you huge props for this whole episode. I know you've been an understudy as Snow White recently, and you I hear you're, you're studying with the birds and everything. Yeah. To make them, are, are they making your clothes currently? or? Uh, no, they're they're just doing their thing. Or was they're that or, or was that Cinderella? That's Cinderella. <laughs> Snow White was Snow White just talked to the birds. Yeah, she spoke to the birds. She had a connection with like she the squirrels and nature. Birds. She sang to the birds. And stuff. Yeah, she had okay. a connection with them. Yeah. So the birds right now, I guess, are listening to you as an understudy of Snow White. Meh. But yeah, back to the Super Junior tournament. Um, Block A, Kyle O'Reilly's in the lead right now with six, tied with Taguchi, who also has six. Um, block B, Beretta has four, and uh, Jushin Liger as well as Ricochet and Vol- uh, Volador Jr. have four. Yeah, so everything can change very quickly. Yeah. But so far, I mean, it looks like Taguchi and Riley are running away with that. Well, actually, no. Seidel just needs one victory yeah. to tie them. Seidel's at four. Romero, yeah. Rocky, Rocky Romero's at four. Um, did did Dave Finley not compete yet? And Bushi? I, no, he, I think both of them have. So they just they, haven't lost. Uh, yeah, okay. They haven't won. So they both have zero? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will Osprey. Uh, Will Osprey, sorry. Uh, is at two, and same thing with Tiger Mask, Chase Owens, and Bobby Fish. Yeah. And Gato Kushida. Yeah, so go check out New Japan Pro Wrestling if you get a chance. Also, May 20th, TNA One Night Only Victory Road 2016 aired, and they had a bunch of matches, but like Andrew Everett defeated DJZ, but then they had tape, like everything was pretty much taped. They aired taped matches. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Everything was, everything was pretty much taped as like an overstatement. Yeah. But 2009. Really? Yeah. They decided to air TNA world champ Kurt Angle picking up the victory over Mick Foley. And then they also aired the no DQ match of Abyss taking on uh, Dr. Stevie. I don't know. What? I don't know. But I, I did I did see that uh, Stevie Richards is going to be facing one of the Briscoe brothers in ROH soon. Interesting. Yeah. We got to see a Stevie kick. Probably. Yeah, so upcoming independence. Um, right now on the 5th, June 5th, Dynasty Pro Wrestling taking place in Del Mar, New York. You're going to be having the Dynasty champion, Mike Verna, taking on Kyle Brad. Yeah, uh, Mike Orlando's going to be taking on Ted Goods. Yeah, and you have Sonny Kiss taking on Travis Dorian and so much more going on. So go check them out. Go support independent wrestling. Yeah, also on June the 5th, 
in uh, Hicksville, Long Island, Creative Pro is hosting a show. So check that out as well. Yeah, support Creative Pro Wrestling. Yeah, Colt Cabana is going to be there. As well, of course, as Brian Myers, Pat Buck, and all the Creative Pro students and trainees. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. So that's all for the upcoming events. Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski and check out First Thing in the Morning, uh, facebook.com slash F-T-I-T-M. Hopefully, uh, hopefully part two of Aladdin's coming this week. Yeah, all that live play. I still have to watch the first part one. You have to, dude. Dude, it's such a cliffhanger ending. Such... <laughs> Nah, I'll check it out. And then also go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Uh, check out Team Awesome 2 at Team Awesome 418. Um, yeah, thank you everyone for promoting us and getting our name out there. Thank you for helping us out. Uh, Brandon, any shout outs? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you that you got some shout outs from Brandon. Uh, yeah, up first. Uh, you heard me speak about them earlier. Uh, Cheesecake Factory's Thai Lettuce Wraps. Get the first shout-out. They're good if you're not allergic to peanuts or, I mean, anything else that might be in there that you could be allergic to. I'm out. Check it out. Get it. Try it. Uh, and then number two, uh, it's, it's been a year, a year as of Wednesday, that marks the last time that I was at Nassau Coliseum, that being for WWE. Um, venue was falling apart. Definitely needs a facelift. Um, yeah, that's, that's being saying it in a very kind way. I guess, I mean, as of then Vince McMahon came out and he said that, that WWE is no longer going to run there. So hopefully I mean, you never know. I don't, I don't know what's to, to come of this, but, uh, I've seen a lot of good shows there. I've I have a lot of memories, so. Here's to you, Coliseum. Uh, and then the last shout-out, again, you, you heard me speak about her earlier, Cindy Whopper. Great show. Uh, I couldn't help but think of Captain Lou Albano during Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, I couldn't help but think of Roddy Piper as well. I, that was a moment I saw at the Nassau Coliseum. Super cool. Seeing Cindy Whopper with uh, Wendy Richter. And then Piper come out and give her the, uh, the gold record or platinum record again. Yeah. Which she smashed over Heath Slater's face. It was fun. It was good. Those are my shout-outs. There you go. Now moving on to our... Burr. Hey, when you do that. Our... moment of the week. That is right. Uh, as David so extendedly put it, our mark out moment of the week. Um, I think for you, you you marked out pretty big time. Yeah, for uh, Seth Rollins' return, it was uh, awesome. Yeah, um, for me, it's it's like loosely wrestling related, I guess. Um, that being the fact that, well, Sheamus was not at the pay-per-view on Sunday. He was not at Extreme Rules because he was at the premiere 
the New York City premiere for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Um, and the premiere was at the theater at Madison Square Garden, which I popped for. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, because it's like a New York movie, so it's like, it's cool that it's like you, you have it in the world's most famous arenas, mm-hmm. heart. Are you going to see it? I will not be seeing it. Me neither. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to say that because I don't, uh, I don't necessarily know at this point. I have not seen the first one. But um, I'm good. I heard that it was awful. But the second one, I don't know. The second one doesn't. Lo- it doesn't look bad. It's just the turtles look more like turtles rather than the Ninja Turtles. Eh, I yeah, do want to see X Men though. I think. Well, I think as far as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles goes, the parts with Sheamus, they they look good. They look like a fun movie. I'd want to see. And Casey Jones is being played by Stephen Amell. Yeah. And I think maybe Vanilla Ice might be in it. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but he performed he performed the ninja rap at the premiere, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But that was our show this week, folks. Thank you for listening to it. Uh, if you're a new listener on Google Play, thank you. Uh, yeah, we hope that you uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. And maybe you'll listen to us next week. You can also check us out, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, uh, MarkingOut.com as well. Past episodes are on there. Um, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, BTTG161, Dave on Twitter, Dave the Rave underscore MO, collectively, at MarkingOut. And we wish you. We wish you. you. The The best of luck in your future endeavors. Wow, for a long time. Have a great week.